A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. So if a person believes that the earth is flat, you can't talk him out of that. He knows it's flat. Look out of the window and see it's obviously it looks flat. So the only way to convince him that it isn't is to say, well, let's go and find the edge. And in order to find the edge, you've got to be very careful not to walk in circles. So you'll never find it that way. So we've got to go consistently in a straight line due west along the same line of latitude. And eventually when we get back to where we started from, you've convinced the guy that the earth is round. But that's the, that's the only way that'll, tell, that'll teach him. Because people can't be talked out of illusions. Well, now, there is another possibility, however. Let's say uh, we, we take as the basic supposition, which is the thing that one sees in the experience of Satori or, or awakening or whatever you want to call it, that this now moment in which I'm talking, you are listening, is eternity. That although we have somehow conned ourselves into the notion that this moment is rather ordinary and that we may not feel very well and that uh, we're sort of vaguely frustrated and worried and so on and that it ought to be changed. This is it. So you don't need to do anything at all. But the difficulty about explaining that is that don't, you, you mustn't try not to do anything because that's doing something. And how to explain that? Because there's nothing to explain. It's the, it's, it, it is the way it is now, you see. And if you understand that, it will automatically wake you up. That's why Zen teachers use shock treatment to uh, sometimes while they hit people or shout at them or create a sudden surprise. Because it is that jolt that suddenly brings you here. See, there's no road to here because you're already there. If you ask me, how am I going to get here? How do I attain the knowledge of God? How do I attain nirvana, liberation? All I can say is it's the wrong question. Why do you want to attain it? Because the very fact that you're wanting to attain it is the only thing that prevents you from getting there. You already have it. But of course, uh, it's, it's up to you. It's your privilege to pretend that you don't. That's your game. That's your life game. That's what makes you think you're an ego. And uh, when you want to wake up, you will. Just like that. If you're not awake, it shows you don't want to.
you're, you're still playing the Hyde part of the game. You're still, as it were, the, the, the self, pretending it's not the self. That's what you want to do. So you see, in that way too, you're already there. When you understand this, a funny thing happens. And some people uh, misinterpret it. You will discover, as this happens, that the distinction between voluntary and involuntary behavior disappears. You will realize that what you describe as things under your own will feel exactly the same as things going on outside you. You watch other people moving and you know you're doing that. Just like you're breathing or circulating your blood. If you don't understand what's going on, you're liable to get crazy at this point. Say that you actually have power over other people. That's only they got their wires crossed. They haven't been able to, this experience happened to them, but they don't know how to interpret it. So be careful of that. Jung calls it inflation. People who get the holy man syndrome, that uh, I suddenly discovered that I'm the Lord and that I'm above good and evil and so on, and that, that uh, therefore I start giving myself airs and graces. But the point is everybody else is too. If you discover that you're that, then you ought to know that everybody else is. So the relationship between the organism and the environment is transactional. The environment grows the organism and in turn the organism creates the environment. The organism turns the sun into light, but it requires there to be an environment containing a sun for there to be an organism at all. And the answer to it is simply they're all one process. And uh, <clears throat> it isn't that organisms by chance came into this world. Put it rather that this world is the sort of environment which grows organisms. It was that way from the beginning. Just in the same way, for, I mean, the organisms may in time have arrived in the scene or out of the scene later than the beginning of the scene. But from the moment it went bang in the beginning, that's the way it started. Organisms like us, us sitting here, were involved in it. To a person who really wakes up, you very soon realize that your existence is not something that is just the uh, hopeless little creature that's suddenly confronted with a great big external world that goes at him, you know, and eats him up. Every tiniest little thing that comes into being, every minute little fruit fly or gnat or bacterium, I will go so far as to say is an event upon which this whole cosmos depends. This thing goes both ways. It's not only that every little organism which exists depends on its total environment. The reverse is also true, that the total environment depends on each and every one of those little organisms. So that you could say, this universe consists of a, an arrangement of pattern, 
in which every event is essential to the whole thing. Now, we screen that idea out of our consciousness in exactly the same way that we screen out the perception of space as an important reality. Just as we pay attention to the figure and ignore the background, so we see one way of looking at things, namely that the organism is very frail against the environment. It lasts a long time, the environment, but the organism only lasts a short time. What do you mean the environment lasts a long time? What does the environment consist of? Just a lot of little things. And yet there is the environment just as the same way as there is the face in the newspaper photograph behind all those little dots. When you get far enough away from it, you see the face. When you get far enough away from all the organisms and the little bits of things, you see the environment in another scale of magnification. But actually, uh, the whole thing is arranged in a, a polar system where the enormous depends on the tiny and the tiny depends on the enormous. And you get a relationship between these extremes, which can be called a transaction. That is to say, a transaction when there's buying and selling. It's impossible to have buying without selling and selling without buying. So you, you always, wherever you are looking at the general panorama of sensory experience, try switching. Try shifting your attention to all the things you thought were unimportant to the constants, to the background, and begin looking at the spaces between people. 